0: Welcome to Stories Podcast. We're going back to our weekly schedule, but we could use your support. To make it easy for families, we have two ways to give back to the show. The first is by going to patreon.com stories. You can also follow the link on storiespodcast.com and donating directly. This gets you exclusive extras like bonus episodes as we hit donation thresholds. The other way to help is by going to our partner site, goplaypretend.com. You can also follow the shop link on storiespodcast.com. On GoPlayPretend, you will find all the coolest kids' clothes and toys from Amazon to check out. But here's the secret. Amazon pays us no matter what you buy. So you can go to GoPlayPretend.com, click any of the product links, and then do your regular shopping. There's no extra charge to you. Amazon just donates a portion to the show. It's a win-win. Thanks again. Stories Podcast is brought to you by Chase. All my real estate friends say the same thing. The last few years have been a seller's market. So how does someone like me looking to buy their first home stand out and get taken seriously? Chase's closing guarantee is one way to give you the edge you need. As a Chase customer, you're guaranteed to close quickly or you get $1,000. So you can show homeowners you're serious about buying without the personal letter or gift basket or skywriting it over their house. Get in your first home even faster with Chase. Learn more at chase.com slash stories. Chase, make more of what's yours. All home lending products are subject to credit and property approval. Rates, program terms, and conditions are subject to change without notice. Not all products are available in all states or for all amounts. Other restrictions and limitations apply. Home lending products offered by JPMorgan Chase Bank, N.A., an equal housing lender. Summer is finally here. It's time for beach days and barbecues, family vacations and quality time with the ones you love. I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend a whole day getting my hair colored at the salon when I could be outside playing frisbee with my dog, but I also don't want to take a chance on a box kit from the drugstore. Now there's another option, Madison Reed! It took a strong woman to shake up the hair coloring world and Amy Arrett did just that with Madison Reed, the company she named after her daughter. Madison Reed offers gorgeous, professional hair color delivered to your door for less than $25. What makes their color unique is that it's crafted by master colorists who blend nuances of light, dark, cool, and warm to create over 45 gorgeous, multi-tonal shades. Clients agree. With Madison Reed, you get gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking, fresh from the salon hair. But you can do it yourself at home. Get an expert color consultation or take the color quiz at madison readcom And right now, Stories podcast listeners get 10% off plus free shipping on their first color kit with code STORIES. That's code STORIES for 10% off your first color kit plus free shipping. Now, here's the episode. The Boy Who Cried Wolf Once upon a time, in a field that lay high above a town that lay high above the sea, there was a boy who tended a flock of fluffy white sheep. He was a very lonely boy, because other than the sheep, he had no one to talk to. If we're being completely honest, he tried talking to the sheep, but they never had much to say beyond the occasional grunt or Day after day he tended the flock, and day after day he grew more and more bored. The only excitement in his life was when he and his father brought the sheep down the winding mountain trail to the quiet little town that lay high above the sea. Again, if we're being completely honest, it wasn't much of a town. There were only a hundred people in all, and that's counting the babes too young to walk and the elders too old to work, but to the boy, it was the most exciting place on earth. In the town, you could talk to people that would talk back, and not just go, Baaah! Plus, there was a temple and a stable and a general store that sold milk and oats and, best of all, bright twists of saltwater taffy fresh from the sea. But unfortunately for the boy, visits to the town were only done a few times a year when there was wool to sell or supplies to buy. So the boy was lonely until one day he had an idea. His father had told him he must never go to town by himself except in an emergency. So all he had to do was make up an emergency and he could go. It was such a simple and perfect plan, the boy only wondered why he hadn't thought of it sooner. All he needed was an emergency. After a minute's thought, the boy knew exactly what to do. He would tell the town that he had seen a wolf. That may seem a silly lie to you, but wolves were the greatest enemy that shepherds had because they would sneak into the fields and eat up all their sheep, fluffy white wool and all. So the boy turned from his field and began to run down the winding mountain trail, yelling all the way down. Wolf, wolf, here comes a wolf. The sheep, they are in trouble. Wolf, wolf, here comes a wolf. Please send help on the double. My flock is pasty and to a wolf quite tasty. So please be hasty and help me. He yelled this all through the town. He yelled it through the temple. He yelled it through the stable. He even yelled it through the general store with the milk and oats and bright twists of saltwater taffy fresh from the sea. Before long, everyone in the town had gathered around the boy, even the babes too young to walk and the elders too old to work. They listened to his cries and then, as a group, started up the winding mountain trail, grabbing whatever weapons they could find. They grabbed canes and clubs and sticks and stones and axes and arrows and barking dogs on chains and even a single rusty sword that someone had in their attic. They made a great loud crowd as they came to the field way up in the mountain and they were ready to fight off the wolf. But, of course, there was nothing there. Nothing but happily grazing sheep. The leader of the group, the oldest and most respected person in town, turned to the boy and said, Little boy, little boy, you've made us rush and on the double. Now where's this big bad wolf that's causing all the trouble? The boy could only blush bright red and shrug his shoulders. The townspeople, realizing they'd been tricked, started back down the winding mountain road, grumbling complaints about the boy and the imaginary wolf. The boy acted embarrassed, but he was secretly delighted. One little run and he had the whole town to talk to— So, a week later, when he was having another lonely spell, he decided to try it again. So the boy turned from his field and began to run down the winding mountain trail, yelling all the way down. Wolf, wolf, I'm sure this time the sheep, they are in trouble. Wolf, wolf, one in his prime, please send help on the double. My flock is delicious and to a wolf nutritious. So please be expeditious and help me. He yelled this all through the town. He yelled it through the temple. He yelled it through the stable. He even yelled it through the general store with the milk and oats and bright twists of saltwater taffy from the sea. Before long, everyone in the town had gathered around the boy, even the babes too young to walk and the elders too old to work. They listened to his cries and then, as a group, started up the winding mountain trail, grabbing whatever weapons they could find. They grabbed canes and clubs and sticks and stones and axes and arrows and barking dogs on chains and even a single rusty sword that someone had in their attic. They made a great loud crowd as they came to the field way up in the mountain and they were ready to fight off the wolf. But of course, there was nothing there. Nothing but happily grazing sheep. The leader of the group for the second time now, turned to the boy and said, "'Little boy, little boy, you've made us rush and on the double. "'Now where's this big bad wolf that's causing all the trouble?' The boy could only blush bright red and shrug his shoulders. The townspeople, realizing they'd been tricked again, started back down the winding mountain road, grumbling complaints about the boy and the imaginary wolf. The boy acted even more embarrassed this time— But again, he was thrilled. The trick had worked a second time. So, a week later, when he was having another lonely spell, he decided to try it again. So the boy turned from his field and began to run down the winding mountain trail, yelling all the way down, Wolf, wolf, for real, for real, the sheep, they are in trouble wolf my sheep will be a meal please send help on the double my flock is squealing and to a wolf appealing so get your feet a reeling and help me he yelled this all through town he yelled it through the temple he yelled it through the stable he even yelled it through the general store with the milk and oats and bright twists of saltwater taffy fresh from the sea Before long, everyone in town had gathered around the boy, even the babes too young to walk and the elders too old to work. They listened to his cries, and even though they had been fooled twice before, they started up the winding mountain trail, grabbing whatever weapons they could find. They grabbed canes and clubs and sticks and stones and axes and arrows and barking dogs on chains and even that single rusty sword that someone had in their attic. They made a great loud crowd as they came to the field way up in the mountain and they were ready to fight off the wolf. But, of course, there was nothing there. Nothing but happily grazing sheep. The leader of the group, for the third time now, turned to the boy and said, "'Little boy, little boy, you've made us rush and on the double. Now where's this big bad wolf that's causing all the trouble?' The boy could only blush bright red and shrug his shoulders, The townspeople, realizing they'd been tricked again, started back down the winding mountain road, grumbling complaints about the boy and the imaginary wolf, all but the leader. He turned to the boy again and said, You've made us fools three times, and three times pays for all. So do not look to us again. Do not come and do not call. And with that, he turned and left the boy alone again the boy acted embarrassed, and he acted sorry, but he didn't really believe the leader of the town. After all, what had worked three times would surely work a fourth time, too. So the next week, the boy started to feel lonely again. But before he could decide to head down into the town crying wolf, he saw a dark shape emerge from the woods at the edge of the fields. The boy didn't believe his eyes at first, but there was no mistaking it. There, Standing amongst his beloved flock, standing nearly as tall as his shearing shed, was a giant mountain wolf. So the boy turned from his field and began to run down the winding mountain trail, yelling all the way down, Wolf, wolf, a great, great beast, the sheep, they are in trouble! Wolf, wolf, down from the east, please send help on the double! My flock, all fleeced, is to a wolf a feast, so please at least come He yelled this all through the town. He yelled it through the temple. He yelled it through the stable. He even yelled it through the general store with the milk and oats and bright twists of saltwater taffy fresh from the sea. Before long, everyone in the town had gathered around the boy, even the babes too young to walk and the elders too old to work. They looked at the boy, shaking and crying and screaming in their midst, and then rolled their eyes and walked away. The boy yelled and yelled and yelled for help, but no one would listen. At last, the leader of the town came to him. The boy looked him in the eye and said, Leader, oh leader, take pity on youth for this time of all times, I'm telling the truth. But the leader only looked at him with a sad smile and said, Little boy, little boy, I told you what not to do. You've lied and cried wolf three whole times and I no longer believe you. The end. This classic cautionary tale was retold by Daniel Hines and produced by Jake Letizia. I'm your narrator, Amanda Weldon. Thanks for listening, and tune in next time for another episode of Stories Podcast.